Welcome to Financial Fridays. I'm your host, Bob Gustafson, a certified financial planner and the owner of the Triton Financial Group. Today, we're going to talk about how to choose a financial advisor. Unfortunately, choosing an advisor is not easy and the decision can be riddled with risk. So let me educate you and help you understand a few truths and stats that might be helpful. In the financial industry, financial advisors are considered to be salespeople. As such, their job is to sell you their services. This in and of itself isn't necessarily a bad thing, but what you want to remember is the financial industry is all about big money. And so, big money is spent by these companies on sales training. In fact, I'd argue that financial salespeople are probably the most highly trained sales force in the world. So when you meet a financial advisor for the first time, you're likely getting a well-rehearsed sales pitch that the person has crafted for years. Be particularly careful of those you meet um, that roll all over the carpet to convince you to sign on for their services the first time you meet them. Another point I'd like to make here is... Don't be misled by numerous designations after a person's name. The financial industry is notorious for having numerous designations, with the vast majority meaning absolutely nothing, um, in my opinion at least. What it does is it creates the appearance of expertise, but few actually have substantial meaning. Truth be told, there are so many of them out there that I've lost track of them over the years, and there's more and more coming all the time. The two that I personally have a lot of confidence in, although there could be many more, as I said, I'm not familiar with all of them these days, but are the CFP and the CFA designations. Next up worthy of mention is the fact that more than 95% of all financial advisors work for an insurance or an investment company and don't work for their clients directly in what's called a fiduciary capacity. A fiduciary is someone who works in the best interest for their clients at all times and can, and can be held responsible under the law if it's proven that they have acted in a way not in their client's best interest. In the not-too-distant past, the term fiduciary wasn't known to most people. In fact, it wasn't known very well to most financial advisors in the industry itself. How sad is that? But thanks to recent media coverage, the term is now in vogue to the point that many people now ask me when they're interviewing, in interviewing me, they ask if, they're a, if I'm a fiduciary. And I think that's fantastic because, uh, you know, prior to about two years ago, that was never the case. Now, personally, I happen to like the idea of hiring somebody who's responsible to serve my best interest. Another important uh, topic in this discussion here is that a lot of advisors never actually make it in the business. If you think about it like this, if what I told you earlier is true, and it certainly is, as it relates to financial people being salespeople, many just don't make it because they're not good in sales. I remember when I first got in the industry 30 years ago, I worked with some very impressive people early on who were very wise, very smart financially, went to great colleges, but they weren't able to make it in the business because they simply weren't good salespeople. For this reason, I like to make sure that someone um, has a good decade plus of experience because I figure if someone's been in the industry for 10 years or more, chances are this is their life career. And this is important for a lot of people. Um, I've learned this over the years because many people that come to Triton cite this as one of the main reasons people came to us because uh, either their advisor left the business or they might have transitioned to another company. Something else worth mentioning 
is I think it's important that you always check a financial advisor's regulatory background before you hire them to make sure they don't have a history of complaints. And you can do that by going to brokercheck.finra.org. In general, if someone's been in the business for a long time, chances are they may have a couple of client complaints, which you'd expect over the years because you can't please everybody. But you certainly want to stay away from people whose background reads like a rap sheet. The final point I think worth mentioning here is I think it's important that you figure out what your needs are so you can hire an advisor that has the expertise in what you need. Not all advisors have the same expertise. Some are adept at comprehensive financial planning like we are at Triton. Others are more insurance focused. Some are more investment focused. If you have a few minutes to listen to the podcast I did a while back on comprehensive financial planning, that might be helpful. Far too often I find people end up hiring advisors that don't match their needs. In summary, let's take a look at what you need to do. One, don't make a decision the first time you hire an advisor. Two, choose one who works for you in a fiduciary capacity. Three, check the person's background. Four, use someone who has 10 plus years of experience. And five, Make sure the advisor you hire has the expertise in the area you need help in. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you found the information useful, please feel free to share it with uh, folks who you think may benefit. And if you haven't already done so, please subscribe by visiting our website at financialfridayspodcast.com.